solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Chapter four. Back to the burrow. Welcome to another episode. I'm not drunk. I promise. But you are. Alex. <laughs> oh, I did not know what you I, were You're setting. looking at me so like, what? <laughs> I did not know what you were setting up for. I am beautiful. I am a queen. Just kidding. I am Alex. And I am Molly. And this, this is, is Potter, Potter Watch. This is a late night Potter Watch for us cool magical gals. Yeah, that's who we are. The jazzy, magical the jazz gals. The magic gals. Yes. Oh my god. We're really into Shit's Creek right now. It's a great show. Plug. Please watch it. We're not being sponsored. We just love it. It's Canadians Arrested Development. It's very good. Pause for wine sips. I'm gonna do this whole episode like Alexis. Are you? Hey, <laughs> David, I don't appreciate your tone. Oh, you don't appreciate it? Yeah, no, I don't. Okay, David. <laughs> that was the best David I've ever done. Yeah, that was a really life. good David. I didn't want to break character. <laughs> David, uh, that was actually like really good, so. Thank you. <laughs> Alright, um, <clears throat> Yikes. Okay. <laughs> Yikes indeed. Today we are doing chapter four, Back to the Burrow. Dun 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 dun. Is there like a Back to the Future theme song? I'm sure there is. Back yeah. to the Burrow. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so. Um, wow, late night episodes are really. This is, this is going to be a, a fun one. Rename. Oh, first, password. Not rename. 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 Rewind. Um, which body part of Dudley swells, Alex? That was the password. His tongue. <laughs> Gross. Okay. Anyway. Chapter four, Back to the Burrow, or as you called it. Dudley's tongue grew three sizes that day. Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, mine is Dudley Breaks His Diet. Mm. That's a good one, too. That's a really Thank good you. one. That's was, like a, a canon one. That sounds like something J.K. Rowling Or like in a modern fic. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think of another word, like, is there a word when you break your diet? I was just maybe, like, a cheat, like, cheating on your diet, but I yeah. don't know. Like, breaking Yeah, I bad. would say cheating. But, okay. Can you summarize this in a 575? Five, five. I, five. I sure can. <laughs> the fireplace is blocked. Fred leaves Dud a lasting treat. Tongue, terrible, fun. Ooh. Um, a Dursley welcome. Mm -hmm. Weasleys arrive in a blaze. Dudley's tongue swells up. That's a really good haiku. Yeah, but yours was like more lyrical. Yeah, but Weasleys arrive in a blaze is very poetic. That's the first line I came up with, and then it was just kind of downhill. And no, and I like the your first line too, and then um. 
Dudley's tongue swells up is very um, surmising of the chapter. You're too kind. Too kind. You're too kind. <laughs> Ta-ta. Sip your wine. Sip your wine. Um, I love this chapter. I'll just say it. I'll just come out and say it. Yeah, I really love this chapter. I don't know if I had a lot to take notes on. Same. But I love it. It's hilarious. It's solid. It gives me all of the forge I wanted. It's... Okay, let's just keep start talking about it. Yeah. Yes, okay. yes. My first note uh, is, I'm so excited about this chapter. <laughs> Covered. Check. <laughs> Covered. Check. Got it. My second note is, Uncle Wear- Vernon wearing his best suit is the pettiest, like, the best move. Like, that's a solid move. Yeah, but he's like, I'm gonna drag them. Yeah, exactly. Like, I just, I, for some reason, like, even though it's shitty, like, I love that Uncle Vernon did this. It's like a class act way to, like, yeah. it's like something, like, Arrested Development or Shit's Creek would do. It's like, right! It's like, I'm wearing my best suit, so you'll feel shit about yourself. Yeah. Like, I loved it. <laughs> Love um, it. but my first note is about that feeling when you're, like, af- you've assumed something or, like, someone's gonna do something and then somebody questions it, they're like, oh, do they know that they have to, like, show up at this time? And I'm like, oh my god, I, yes? And then I'm like, oh no, I didn't check, like, I just assumed that they did and then I've already, like, committed that they, they're doing this thing. Yeah. Like, that happens at work all the time where I'm like, yeah, I'm sure that they're gonna come and then I'm like, oh. Fuck, I gotta check. I've like, gotta I have to check. check. No, yeah, I definitely... It's, like, such a feeling of dread. Yes, <laughs> for it, me. that's... No, that's real. That is really, and really real. I think that's how Harry's feeling, and I get it. Yeah, um... This, um, you don't have a lot of, like, I guess, emo- I was taking note of the fact that you don't have a lot of, like, insight into Harry's emotions during this chapter. It's a lot of, like because the reader has been in this situation before or because we know the character so well we can infer how Harry is feeling about this which I feel like is really interesting because it allows the chapter to move a lot more fast paced like especially when they're like in the fireplace or I don't I actually kind of disagree I feel like we're getting a lot of like Harry's perspective on it which is what I really like about it so I think we both like it, but maybe for slightly different reasons, because he's like, it was so funny, like, I almost burst out laughing, or, like, I had to hide myself from laughing, like, during the whole fireplace thing. I yeah. don't know. And there's another line that I had, actually, about that later, something with, um, I don't know, I'll get to it, but where he's, like, it's important that it's coming from Harry's point of view, because he's the only one that can kind of appreciate it for how crazy it is. Yeah, I mean, we get his reaction, but I feel like we're not, like, on his emotional journey after everything that happens, which sometimes I feel like we go through. Like, it's like, Harry saw this, and then, like, because he saw this, he felt this way about it, you know? I feel like we don't get that much commentary on his emotions. It's more like, yeah, we're seeing his reactions, and we know. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe I just, like, only picked up on that in this chapter, and it's book four, so... (laughs) Cheers! (laughs) Cheers! <laughs> I didn't mean to, like, draw holes in your line. I just had literally the opposite note later in this chapter, so... No, like, <laughs> please call me on it. Um, I think it's also because, like, I've been writing more lately, so I've been trying to, like, as I've been reading, like, anything, I've just been trying to, like, look at the way 
um, other, like, popular authors, like, style is. And not, like, editorialize what's happening necessarily. Right. And I'm just, like, trying to make notes about it, so maybe that's why I just started picking up on it in this. Um, Dudley losing weight due to fright. (laughs) And then I have this little quote, um, as not to present the same target to the enemy. <laughs> I know. This chapter is so, and I'm so sad I didn't get a chance to listen to it before tonight, but I, like, know it so well, and I can just hear Jim Dale it's being, like, so deadly, like, scooting back into the corner, not <laughs> wanting his bottom to be seen. It's so funny. I was, like, out loud laughing. It's so funny. And Jim Dale's voice for this I is know. so good for this whole chapter. Like, his Dursley, his, I mean, Mr. Dursley voice is so on point, and it's so different than his narrator voice. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I did say that Dudley really does have the worst experience with magic. Oh, yeah. Oh, certainly. Easily. Just, like, the, the well, the snake thing. The snake, the, the tail. tail, the tongue, the dementors. yeah. I felt like something happened last book, but maybe not. No. He got a break. Yeah, he got a break. But then even, I mean, he obviously tormented Harry, deserves it, but, like, random stuff would happen to Harry, like, around Dudley when they were younger. Mm-hmm. Like, Harry, like, flying up on the building and stuff. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's karma, for sure. Oh, yeah. Karma is a business. Yeah. That's what the phrase is. Faux show. Okay, so they I they had this cool part that I noticed the last time that I read this chapter, but like it's cool to take note on it now. When uh when they're talking about like the Mr. Dursley like nervously looking out the window, they're like nervously looking out the window like he was worried that a rhinoceros an escaped rhinoceros was coming. Yeah. And I feel like it's like a reference to rhinoceros, like Eugenie Inesco's rhinoceros. Do you? I don't know. I thought about it. Like, this is the second time I've had that thought. Because, like, that play is all about people like the Dursleys. I guess. I didn't realize, like, And then, a... like, when... And the whole thing is, like, you hear, like, these, like, uppity people or whatever hear, like, a rhinoceros coming through the town and you're worried that you're gonna get that rhinoceros disease. I didn't realize, I guess, it was that, like, famous of a play, but I don't know. Like, I feel like J.K. Rowling, definitely. It's definitely a famous play. One, I, I could be reading way too much into it, but it's just kind of funny, like, the idea of, like, they're always worried, they're like, I, we don't want this magic in our house, and yeah. then, like, it's like a rhinoceros coming in through, like, it just sort of makes too much sense. Yeah. But, you know, let's ask J.K. Yeah. Let's tweet at her. Yeah. I tweeted at a long time. Um... Well, as I was saying, I like the circumstantial humor of this whole chapter, Oppie, but it would have all been, like, cleared up if Mr. Weasley had just apparated and then, like, apparated back with Harry, like, side apparition, Mm -hmm. like Dumbledore does, but um, this is way better. (laughs) I also love this whole, like, I just think it's so clever for her to have been, like, I like to imagine J.K. Rowling was just, like, sitting in her house one day and she was like, you know what would be funny? Like... The idea of a wizard trying to get in through an electric fireplace. Like, I just think it's so... Electric? Does it have a plug? plug. <laughs> I collect plugs, you see. 
Um, what does he say? Plugs and... Uh, batteries. I've and got batteries. a large supply of ma- batteries. My wife thinks I'm mad, but there you have it. <laughs> and then Uncle Vernon looked at Mr. Weasley like he thought he was quite mad as well, but was too afraid to say so. <laughs> I think I will drop in this quote of Jim Dale. Um, of the... The them Weasleys struggling in, in the, the fireplace. fireplace. Ouch! Yeah, that whole part. Yeah, that's fun. Ouch! Fred, no. Go back. Go back. There's been some kind of mistake. Tell George not to... Oh, George, no. There's no room. Go back quickly and tell Ron. Maybe Harry can hear us, Dad. Maybe he'll be able to let us out. There was a loud hammering of fists on the boards behind the electric fire. Harry! Harry, can you hear us? The Dursleys rounded on Harry like a pair of angry wolverines. What is this? growled Uncle Vernon. What's going on? They, they've tried to get here by flu powder, said Harry, fighting a mad desire to laugh. They can travel by fire, only you've blocked the fireplace. Hang on. He approached the fireplace and called through the boards. Mr Weasley, can you hear me? The hammering stopped. Somebody inside the chimney piece said, Shh! Mr Weasley, it's Harry! The fireplace has been blocked up. You won't be able to get through there. Dem, said Mr. Weasley's voice. What on earth did they want to block up the fireplace for? They've got an electric fire, Harry explained. Really, said Mr. Weasley's voice excitedly. Electric, you say? With a plug? Gracious, I must see that. Let's think. Ouch! Ron! Ron's voice now joined the others. What are we doing here? Has something gone wrong? Oh, no, Ron, came Fred's voice very sarcastically. No, this is exactly where we wanted to end up. Yeah, we're having the time of our lives here, said George, whose voice sounded muffled as though he was squashed against the wall. Oh, no, Ron, this is exactly where we wanted to end up. (laughs) We're having the time of our lives here. What is this accent? He's like muffled. I'm trying to do my Jim Dale impression, which we all just heard was perfect. It was. was It was perfect. Um, identical to the last freckle. Really, J.K.? Are the Weasley twins identical to the last freckle? Seems suspicious. What? I just the fact that like you like it would kind of be impossible like freckles like come in the heat like it would be impossible for them to be identical to the last freckle. I think it's a really cute way to say like to bring back the fact that they're identical twins. It was just like a funny thing that I noted. And that they're freckly. Yeah. God, they're probably so cute. I have a crush on all the Weasleys in this chapter. Please I do. Ig- please ignore. Oh no, the, uh, that's no, the next, next chapter. chapter. Yeah, I have some notes about that. Yeah, it well, might appear. Multiple times. Oh, right, 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 right. right. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> Ew, uh, Wasn't that like too good? <laughs> yeah, that was too umbridge Roll that back. Uh, um, just love anything with Forge. Just a note. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, um, I love that Dudley's a little celebrity to Fred and George. <laughs> to all of them, really. Yeah, but like Fred and George are like, where's Dudley? Where's Dud? And then they're like elbowing. <laughs> yeah, oh, they're, uh, so, they're, they're so they're so bad. There's oh, they're uh, what did you say? 
about, okay, I was watching, like, Thor Ragnarok, and you sent me, like, the perfect description of Loki, and I thought it was so cute. What did you say? Um, it's just, it's a normal word. Sneaky? No, it wasn't sneaky. It was cuter than sneaky. Um, it described the way I feel about Loki. Well, he's mischievous. Yeah, definitely. It was like He's, mischievous. like, the god of mischief or something. But, right. Um... I have no idea. I'm gonna look it up. It was really cute, but I feel like it applies to... I just have a crush on Loki. I feel like it applies to, um... He's definitely cheeky. Yeah, so. definitely cheeky. Um, oh, well, this was the part that I was saying from Harry's point of view is, like, um... Well, actually, really the whole chapter of, like, he knows that the Dursleys are dressing up, and then he also knows, like, Arthur really well, and he knows that Arthur's being, like, so sweet, and is like, yes, I collect batteries, like, isn't that so interesting? And then Harry knows the Dursleys, so it's, like, so funny, and, like, um, I, like, situational irony kind of thing, and only Harry can appreciate it, so obviously we do, um, and I think that's what, like, makes this chapter so great. Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of what I meant by, like, the fast pace. I just didn't, like, really phrase it at all correctly. That was really anticlimactic. What was the word? Naughty. Oh, yeah. You were like, he's naughty. I almost just said that about Forge. Like, before you even started going down that rabbit hole, I was about to say they're naughty. They are. I I knew you would make a face at me if I used a word like that. He's so naughty. They're both naughty. They're like, they're mischievous little shits. That we love. Mm Mm-hmm. Arthur is so concerned for daughters. Oh. (laughs) Oh, yeah? I love that you can feel the joy Harry is feeling at all of this. At all of this, but also just, like, at the presence of the Weasleys being here. Like, going from last chapter and the chapter before to, like, this, like, you can just, like, tell Harry's... And he knows he's, like, leaving, so he's he's just, like, like, in the clear. He's like, wow, this is great. Oh, so, I, like, feel dumb for making this note, but I was like, oh, a a fire already has to be going to use flu powder? I don't think so. Yeah, so what's going on with that incendio moment? Well, I so think... sorry, this is, like, we're talking about, there's a part where when they're trying to leave to go back to the burrow, Arthur casts an incendio first and then is, like, putting the flu powder in and yes. sending them. I think to start the flu power, powder, you have to, but I think to go to a fireplace, it doesn't have to have a fire burning, but to start it, you do. Like, to, to go. Yeah. Which makes sense. Like, it does make sense. I'm just trying to think, do they do that in the fifth one? Well, they, do they the usually pool? have a like fire going. Call- oh, it's already happened. That's they true. They usually already have a fire. Yeah, I was just trying to think of, like, did Umbridge already have a fire going in her office? Yeah, because that's how, like, the heat is in the castle. Like, right. is, ba- is by fire. Okay. <clears throat> that's all I needed to know. I had that thought. Yeah. Um, oh, Mr. Weasley standing up for Harry my whole life. It reminds me so much of the seventh one in the final farewell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I love it. He's like, you're not going to see him. Like, you need to say goodbye. But he's not even saying it like yeah, he's, that. He's, he's just like, like "Why you're not going to say goodbye. 
right? <laughs> he's not even like really making this. The like, first time human he's not, but like the second time yeah. he is yeah. certainly. Like the first time he's like, oh, like why aren't you saying goodbye to him? Like he's confused, and Harry goes, oh no, like it's fine, like they really don't care, like it doesn't matter. Yeah, and then he gets like, no, no. Yeah. Don't you want to say goodbye to him? <laughs> I think it's a good example of that. Arthur appears like a pushover, but he's really not. Like, mm-hmm. and when it comes down to it, like I would be afraid of Arthur. Yeah, I wouldn't want to mess with Arthur's kids. Like, yeah. remember when he fought Lucy? <laughs> well, yeah, he tried to. <laughs> but there's like a part where Harry comments on he's never seen, or maybe Ron said that about the fight with Percy. And just, like, the whole thing with Percy, like, Arthur's so angry, and I would be Uh more upset about that than, like, Molly being angry. But, um... Wow. We have some thoughts about Percy in the next chapter, too. Oh, I'm assuming. No, I'm still, I'm still on my mission to try to see things from Percy's perspective, this, um, this read-through, because I, like, really can't stand Percy. Oh my god, did I tell you? No. So... I'm writing a fan fiction, and, um, so I made- Is Percy your lead? Yeah, Percy's my lead. No. (laughs) So I made a parallel. So I was, like, um, Hermione's trying to get Ron to, like, forgive, um, Draco, I think. Um, not forgive Draco, but to, like, Like, be in- move on. Yeah, move on about it. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um- Ron's like, no, like, he was a Death Eater, like, I'm never gonna forgive him, basically, and, um, and then Hermione was like, yeah, well, um, I sit at a dinner table once a week with Percy, and he told me that his job was more important than my life, so, like, and then, like, somebody, like, stopped reading the fic, they were like, how dare you, um, compare, like, Percy to a Death Eater, like, it's not the same thing, and I was like, I didn't say it was the same thing, but I I was saying that I do think it's just as bad to, like, side with a, um... He was working under... Like, with a corrupt government that you know is anti-muggle-borns. Yeah. Like, he was... Yeah, I was like, mm, I don't know. I'm... <laughs> I was... I'm in a Trump administration right now as a black woman. Like, I feel like it's a yeah. valid point. <laughs> um, but I was did like, you respond or no? I did respond. I did, like, res- I was like, I'm sorry to see you go. Like, I always, like, I don't, I don't want to alienate anyone from, like, reading fan fiction, but here is why I said that. And obviously they didn't respond because I don't, like, it's not, like, a message. Like, I don't yeah. think they even saw it, but... If anyone else had that issue, it was still up there to, <laughs> to see my reasonings behind it. And they're the only person that's commented on that, but I stood Like, by. they said they stopped, like, they're not going to Yeah, they said, I loved this fic until this, but I cannot read anymore oh after this goodness. comparison. And I was like, okay. Yikes. Percy sympathizer. Ugh. God, it's not like I said Snape belonged with Lily, Jesus. Whew. Okay, um, um, what if they all left before Dudley ate that piece of candy? Hilarious. Forge. Come on. They knew what they were doing. I know. They knew what they forged. <laughs> <laughs> That's only funny to people.
before. No, but forged actually makes sense. Yeah. Like forge a path. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I did not go there. That's, that's why I really, made that face. That's really good. Because it really works good. so well. You know what you forged. Oh, that's so good. <clears throat> I'm gonna use that in fic. Mm. I'll I'll like I'll um. I'll put a, like, little star next to it, and then at the bottom of the page, I'll be like, um, TM Molly Wilson. I also, this is, like, a little bit low braggy on myself, but also just a little rant. I made a funny joke. Well, I have a funny joke that I use a lot, but it's, um, about D&D, like, Dungeons and Dragons, and I'm, how, like, yeah. well... Yeah, you listeners. just you just looked at me when you said Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> so I, specifically, and I was like, oh. And like the game is called a campaign, uh-huh. and so but the person leading it is called the DM or the dungeon master, and right. I always call them campaign manager because I think that's hilarious. It is funny. And I retold this to somebody, and they were like, oh my gosh, I'm. I'm starting a. I've never played before, and I'm starting with my new roommates. I'm totally gonna use that. And I was like, "What? Like, no, I said that, and you're gonna get all this great credit for." It. And they're like, "I was like, are you gonna credit me?" And they're like, "No." It's <laughs> like, well, I'm never telling you my great anecdotes ever again. Well, you can tell me jokes because I said I would credit you, and you know it's true. I'll do it just for the bit. Thanks. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. But the, the, the campaign manager is, like, maybe my proudest moment in life. So. It's your joke of the year. Yeah. Quite frankly. My life. I'm sad that I only got to hear it in anecdote form. Like, I didn't I get to hear it live and in person. I think only Griffin heard it, and he really underappreciated it the first time until I, like, said it again. Wow, Griffin. I think he was so eager to, like, correct me that he just didn't <laughs> really pay attention to how funny it was. Hey, just a quick <laughs> vote, listeners. Do you think we're nerds? <laughs> I was just listening to the second episode where we talk for a lengthy time about a certain type of love. Oh, speaking of, while we're like paused, um, <clears throat> I don't know if it was just my phone, but I couldn't hear the first, listen to the first episode of this. Um, Cursed Child? No, I could listen to the Cursed Child one. Um, I thought Chapter we'd... one of Goblet of Fire? Yes. I don't know. I haven't heard from anybody else. Yeah, so I don't know if it was just me, but I'll show you what's happening on my phone, and then, like, I guess we can check it on the computer and see. Yeah, I mean, it downloaded for me. I don't listen to them anymore on my phone, but they download every week. Yeah, like, it downloaded, but I can't, like, hear it. Like, when I press play, it says, like, this is an unavailable episode. Hmm, that's odd. Yeah. Sarah, somebody else had that problem, and I just told them to, like, either, like, re-download their app or unsubscribe from us and then resubscribe. Oh, interesting. <clears throat> that's happened to other podcasts, and that's just what I've heard to do. Now, there was one episode that I had to re-upload, and that was a problem for people that had already downloaded it, so mm-hmm. I tried to let them know, because I had uploaded, like, Chamber of Secrets instead of Prisoner of Azkaban. Like, Are eight. people, like, messaging you about these issues? Somebody did um, message me about the the one that uploaded wrong. I think on Facebook. Oh. And then the other one was Seraphina, and she told me. Ah, <laughs> um, oh, technology. Back back into it. Poor Dudley. But this visual is just amazing. <laughs> 
One bewildered second later, Harry realized that the foot-long thing was Dudley's tug and that a brightly colored toppy wrapper lay on the floor behind him. <laughs> Petunia hurled herself. I know. Like, just all of it. All of it. Hurled herself onto the tongue of her child. Unsurprisingly, Dudley yelled and sputtered worse than ever. <laughs> Uncle Vernon bellowing. But, like, can you imagine the yell with your tongue that swollen? <gasps> <gasps> at Mr. Weasley. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You've seen magic, right? Like, he must know that Mr. Weasley would never hurt him. Like, because an ornament is just a, not a... I think he's lost. Like, he doesn't know what else to do. <laughs> throwing ornaments. Also, what ornaments? It. I think they mean, like, summer. Um, no, like, you know how people have, like, little things on their mantle or something? Oh, like, those okay. types of, like, I was um... like, is there a Christmas? Yeah. What are they called? Like, um... Uh, uh, chonchkis. Yeah, like decorative stuff. Yeah. That's what I took that as. But I don't... I still haven't really figured out what's the deal with, like, underage magic. Like, can Arthur use it in the house where Harry is? Around him? Like, I just... Well, they're using it in the Weasleys all the time. Right. But, like, they know, like... I think it's, like... They half-ass explain it, and it doesn't explain everything. I think he was notified, like, he gets caught so much because it, like, gets notified that they're, he's using magic in the presence of muggles, and then they're like, oh, he's underage, you know? So I think when he's with the wizarding families, then he doesn't get caught, like, if he was using underage magic because the sensor wouldn't go off. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Yeah, but, like, with the whole Dobby thing. Right, because he was in the presence of muggles. But he's in the... You see what I'm saying? Like... Because he leaves before Arthur does Yeah, he leaves before Arthur does any magic. Because yes, Yeah, because, like, he's... uh, Vernon's still throwing things at Arthur, and Arthur's like, you go. Yeah, I know he's gone by the time, but... I'll take it, but... I he don't definitely think does the incendio. Yeah, he yeah, I yeah. It's just I think not it's clear. not really thought out. Oh, I was that's, tr- that's the end of the chapter. I was yeah. I was trying to really um, save ya, um, Jk. But I know. And I, I mean, yeah. Um, I, I have one last note. What a great way to introduce Weez's products. I know, Wizard Weez, Weasley, Wizard Weez's. Yep. His wheezy. He has to go and get his wheezy. <laughs> that is literally in this book. Dobby the house elf. His wheezy. He has to go and get his wheezy. Mm. What is wrong with you? I don't listen to it as much as you do. So, like, I think I was thinking, like, wheezy, like, <laughs> not like a mispronunciation of the name Weasley and then like I remembered 
what, like, you know, during the task, Dobby saying he has to yeah. go get his wheezy, now I got it. Like, I just, it took me a while, because you've listened to the fourth audiobook way more than me. Yeah, well, all of them. Yeah, well, I've only listened to them once through, time through, this is my second time through. Please. I read them, I just, like, <laughs> didn't listen to them via audio. Um, I hear them in my dreams. I wish. That's what, that's my aim, honestly. I think I'm gonna, not to, like, shit on Jim Dale, because obviously he's the best. You are not gonna betray him, are you? I wanna listen to them, just to, like, see. I just think they're gonna be garbage. I mean, I might stop. Yeah. I might have to stop, but, like, I just feel like, as a connoisseur of the Harry Potter universe, I have to, like, explore all my options. So, who is your rat? Well, do you wanna do our quiz? Oh, is that first? Is that how we do things? I think we usually do it first. That's fine. I'm so sorry. Hogwarts, Hogwarts, Hoggy, Hoggy, Hogwarts, teach us something, please. Quiz, 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 quiz. I feel like we might have the same one. Okay. What did they have for lunch that day? Oh. With the Dursleys. What did they have for lunch? Oh, no, that is not. Oh, okay, because it's super sad. And I was going to make a note about it. I was like, nah, make it my quiz question. Um. A head of lettuce. <laughs> Cottage cheese and celery. Yeah, I was never going to get that. Their but that, whole lunch. Yeah, but that is very sad. Okay. Um. Um. Um, where is it? Oh, sorry. What was Mr. Weasley itching to examine in the Dursley house? The microwave. No. Damn it. The TV and the recorder. Like, the, like there's like a little like TV oh. recorder thing, I guess. Dang. I really thought it was the microwave. Oh, well. Um, all right, so yeah, now points? Is points, that, yeah. Sure. Oh, sure. I was doing, like, champ and Oh, rat, yeah, but. sure. Um, who's your rat? Well, I was going to say Vernon, but then I went with Petunia because she was, like, literally stopping <laughs> Arthur from, like, doing anything by like throwing herself on Dudley so right. I went with her because I go with Vernon a lot more often so there was no rat in this chapter because if you weren't behaving like if you were supposed to be a rat in this chapter aka the Dursleys you provided me with a lot of comedic yeah relief. that's true so that's why kind of why I didn't give it to Vernon also because he was like so funny so I went with who had the most ratty behavior and so instead I call this right rat and uh, I did forge so who did who was your champ uh Mr. Weasley. Arthur okay I gave my champ to just Fred because he was one that dropped it yeah um, and I thought it was very naughty. It was very naughty. And clever. He was like, oh. Uh. I also gave the chapter 100 points. <laughs> I gave it 75. Because I love it so it's much. It's very funny. I've been, like, waiting for this chapter since we started this podcast. I know. You've, like, been thinking it was this 
after for a long time. Yeah, ever time. since we started this book. This but. is like the um this is like the revealed chapter of Pettigrew. Like we're Yeah, we're like, it's like- definitely in the next chapter, guys. <laughs> Three chapters later. <laughs> um uh, uh just an update on our Harry and Draco um friends. They're doing a married couple cuddle they're sleeping, right now. Yeah. So they're sleeping back to back, not looking at each other. Oh, are they back to back? I thought they were like maybe spooning. No, they are doing um I'm coining it TM, married couple cuddle. Yeah. That's usually how we sleep. So <laughs> You and, and me. I. That's how we sleep. Yeah, we've done our points. We're done. What's the password for next week? Um, the password for next week is, bum ba dum bum bum drum roll please, what happens in the next chapter? Who has a haircut Miss Weasley doesn't approve of? Okay, great. So this has been another episode Stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. Mischief managed. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum.